0: This episode of the Culture Soup Podcast is brought to you by the Center for Workforce Excellence. Veteran Fortune 500 executive and executive coach Trudy Bourgeois is offering not one but five of her latest books for giveaways on the Culture Soup Podcast. The name of the book, Equality courageous conversations about women, men, and race to spark a diversity and inclusion breakthrough. What do you have to do to get one of these books? Well, I want you to listen to the episode with Trudy and I in our conversation about authenticity. It's one in several of a series called Authentically She during the month of March for Women's History Month. First, you'll need to answer a trivia question after listening to this episode. You'll need to go to my website at lmichellesmith.com, sign up for the newsletter, and the first five people to answer the question correctly will win one of the books. But now, it's time for our show. soup where tech culture and business collide it's a podcast that spoons up everything hot from social media i'm your host l michelle smith and each episode we bring you some of the most notable and not yet notable thought leaders in tech business and culture 2005 and I received a call from the proline corporation to my agency M strategies Inc proline was one of the biggest names in black hair care at the time it was family owned in fact I went to school with one of the Catrells at TCU but I knew that whoever called my agency knew exactly what they were doing we were all about media training messaging and media strategy and integrated marketing. As it turns out, there was a Harvard Business School alumni that had learned a bit about my agency and myself from an article in the Dallas Morning News the Sunday before. This high-ranking CPG executive was the one behind the call. Her name, Cheryl Atkins Green. Cheryl would become our biggest client at some point. Proline would be acquired by Alberto Culver. Eventually, it would be bought by Unilever. But in the meantime, we were hired to support the entire portfolio of multicultural hair care products for Alberto Culver. It was during this time period that I learned something that would set the course for the back half of my career. Nearly 15 years later, at some point, Cheryl needed our help in reaching biracial and multiracial families with little girls who were mixed heritage for a product called Just For Me Texture Softener. When the data was shared with us from the research that Alberto Culver had done, We learned that the hair care industry was beginning to look at the browning of America through the curl patterns in people's hair. Full stop. That's meta. Remember, this was about the year 2006, 2007. This was after the 2000 census had actually been released. And we learned then that the most checked box was the other box. Marketers were not looking at segmentation in this way. This was new. Well, we helped launch Just For Me Texture Softener. We literally won awards for that launch. I and my team learned so much from the marketing team at Alberto Culver, and Cheryl was key to that. Cheryl and I over the years became friends and ultimately her path would lead her to, I think, a role that was just for her. Cheryl became the chief marketing officer at Mary Kay Cosmetics. I'm not going to hold you very much longer. You need to meet her, but I am thrilled that she is the first episode in our series Authentically She for Women's History Month. Ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl Atkins Green. Alright everybody, I have Cheryl Atkins Green. She is the Chief Marketing Officer at Mary Kay, and I'm sure you're very familiar with that brand, familiar with the pink, and you probably have a neighbor or a colleague or a church member or someone who has tried to or successfully sold you Mary Kay products, and they are the most awesome products that you can (laughs) use. They've been around for a long time. Hi Cheryl.
1: Hey, Michelle. How's it going?
0: <laughs> I'm good. Thank you for joining us on the Culture Soup. And you know what? Mary Kay is one of those brands that just um, exudes women emp- women's empowerment. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Most definitely. We are truly a
0: company that was
1: built by a woman for women.
0: Absolutely. And you know, I think it's no mistake that you wound up there because that has always been your essence, Cheryl, to <laughs> pull up other women and, and empower them along their career journey. It's definitely a
1: dream job and uh, could not be happier.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm gonna tell the good folks how we met a little bit later, but first, how about we have a culture soup moment? Sounds good. Okay, awesome. So as I'm looking through this threads, you know, there's always something online where women are encouraging one another, especially in the positive sense. And one of the hashtags that I wanted to use to tee up our conversation was hashtag boss lady. Because when I see it, I think of you, Cheryl.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so when you see people use hashtags like boss babe or boss lady or boss, what does it make you think and how does it make you feel?
1: Well, I always get excited about women being entrepreneurs and uh, certainly love to celebrate women who are running their own show, running their own business. And so when I see those tags, for me, it's not only a woman taking charge of her financial future, but really taking charge of her personal development.
0: Absolutely. That's such a good point. And you know, Cheryl, when I met you, it was before you were part of Mary Kay, you were at what was then Alberto Culver. I think you never, lived, yes. you never bought them, right? Correct. Um, and you were living that out and <laughs> you were, I know because you took a special interest in my agency
1: Yeah, and as an entrepreneur, it was exciting to uh, tap your creativity, and I'll say tap your courage, because entrepreneurs are fearless in the pursuit of trying something new, doing something different, and uh, that was an exciting opportunity for me as we were thinking about how to build some very powerful hair care brands.
0: Yes, ma'am, and so it's really exciting to see you land (laughs) at Mary Kay. Um, some years later and you've been there how many years now six you
1: know I just celebrated 10 years which is a very important milestone at Mary Kay
0: time flies now wait that actually coincided with the Mary Kay Ash anniversary um well I tell
1: you we celebrated our 50th anniversary in 2013 and then just this past fall celebrated 55 years
0: that's right that's right yeah so that actually just lines up perfectly congratulations thank you you are killing it and every time i look up your globe trotting (laughs) well you know
1: mary kay is in nearly 40 countries so part of my role is to support the
0: success of the independent sales force. so i go where they go that's so awesome and you're so inspiring Um, i listed you just recently in an interview that i did with some folks over in the uk as one of the folks that actually inspires me, who's in marketing. So I hope some other ladies get to know you as they listen, and men too. Thank you. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about um, a topic that we've covered before for Black Enterprise, and that is authenticity in the workplace, especially as it pertains to women of color. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed, Cheryl, through the years of knowing you, that you have been dedicated to your most most authentic self for years now. But I have to say, since you've been in Mary Kay, I've seen even more of you.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I don't really know how to be anyone else other than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I certainly, though, have learned that... Uh, It is challenging when you're trying to navigate uh, in a corporate culture that is maybe looking for you to be something different and perhaps even something a little less than who you really are. So Mm -hmm. uh, definitely love the fact that Mary Kay, um, everyone is encouraged to really bring their whole selves. um, And that's what makes this such an exciting place to work.
0: That is awesome where they automatically embrace femininity and womanhood. Um, That's not the case in all the corporations, and I know some of them try, but do you have advice for women who are trying to be their their best self, walk in their own skin, walk tall, and also be in an environment that may not be as warm?
1: Yeah, I think my first piece of advice, and I think we've probably all seen the magnet or seen the coffee mug, and that advice is to get out of your own way, Mm -hmm. and by that I mean... Uh, too often in uh, in a corporate role, I do think uh, people of color, often women, but it could be anyone, sometimes start to worry about limitations that perhaps don't even exist. Mm. So I think success really starts with um, having confidence that you were hired for a reason, you were hired to bring value, and that's really where you should be focused and not be uh, self uh, limiting, if you will, um, on when that, when again, that
0: doesn't really serve you well and it doesn't
1: serve the enterprise well.
0: Right. So you bring up a really good point um, get out of your own way, and sometimes there are um, notions that we may have. Uh, When it comes to obstacles that may not actually exist, but we've heard before that they could, (laughs) how do you ground yourself? Do you have people that you rely on or do you do some positive self-talk? What do you do? Well, um,
1: I have to say working at Mary Kay is a very inspiring uh, experience, in part because Mary Kay Ash herself was such an inspiration. She, throughout her career, learned how to motivate people to really pour belief into people. So. Um, Even before I came to work here, I was always inspired by her leadership principles and really feel that I've been a student of how do you motivate others? How do you encourage them to be their best Mm -hmm. and to stretch just a little bit farther? So I think coming back to your question, Michelle, one of the things that uh, individuals need to do as they coach themselves is to remember how they got where they are. Mm -hmm. They are where they are because someone hired them, because they were there with a resume and a recommendation about what they've accomplished. They were there because they have ideas around how to make an enterprise more successful, how to serve a customer base more effectively. Um, If you think about it, um, they wouldn't have been hired if they already had someone better to do that job. Mm -hmm. And so I think they have to go back to why they are there and have confidence that They can and will make that difference.
0: Absolutely. And you know, I spend time talking to women, men, mentees all the time about performance excellence and how that's the foundation to even begin to bring your whole self. Do you agree?
1: I I do. And I, I would call those table stakes. I think above and beyond coming prepared to do the the job or to perform the role that you were hired for you also want to be looking for how are you going to perform for the role that you want next the role that you deserve next and i think uh, sometimes people might get a little distracted wondering what others might be thinking of them as opposed to showing what they are capable of and i think if you take some of the energy that perhaps Uh, goes into worry and fear, rechannel that energy into making a difference, into being an advocate for yourself, and you'll find that uh, quickly the right people, the people who care about results, will pay attention.
0: Can you tell us a story of when you realized that you would actually stand out and be more successful if you were just Cheryl? <laughs> um, I think
1: many years ago uh, in one of my first uh, companies, Kraft Foods, I had entered the organization with my, my Harvard MBA and uh, certainly all my hard work and late nights. And there's a point in your career where Uh, Working hard and delivering your goals will get you that next promotion. But then there comes a point uh, in, in corporate America where the organizational hierarchy starts to get a little bit more narrow. And at that point, you realize Everyone has advanced because they're pretty bright and smart and achieving goals. And that's when you realize um, you have to have that point of difference. And that point of difference is not only what you do, but how you get it done. And that's the point I realized that um, my ability – to succeed and advance and achieve some of the professional goals that I had were really going to be a function of the unique leadership style, the, the unique managerial skills that I could bring to a role uh, above and beyond great results.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, you know, Trudy Bourgeois, and I'm sure you know her. She's with I the do. DLC, Yes. She's also in the series, and she talks about the importance of knowing who you are, first of all. Because before you can even bring yourself, your full self to the table, you have to know exactly who you yes. are. Where did you get that foundation? When did you, you know, who poured into you, um, you know, the knowledge of self? Or did, was that a self-discovery or what?
1: Oh, I w- I you know, we will certainly say that I had a number of wonderful role models. And I have to say even folks who weren't great role models also taught me something about uh, w- how not to do things uh, in a leadership capacity. Um, I did have one terrific mentor at Kraft Foods. Her name is Paula Sneed. She was very much a role model and mentor, not only to me, but to other. Others. And uh, I definitely give her so much credit for uh, not only inspiring me as a, as a business leader and executive, but also uh, being that role model of how to mentor, um, how to uh, concurrently lead in an organization while also making a difference in the community. Um, so while I've learned from many, uh, she certainly stands out.
0: And Cheryl, you know what? You're not one-dimensional. You're also a mom and a wife, right? Yes, I am. (laughs) How do you juggle everything?
1: Well, um, you know, the whole concept of work-family balance is uh, not something that you necessarily achieve every day (laughs) or sometimes every week. Um, I did figure out early on, balance is really about knowing what's most important and when. Um, So certainly while there have been windows that uh, demanded more time and attention professionally, um, I also recognize those moments, whether it was um, in my role role as a wife, as a mom, um, when I had to leave a a meeting in Manhattan and jump on a train and go grab some cupcakes really fast and and make make it to the classroom for the birthday party. Um, But that's really, I think, what balance is about. Knowing what's most important to the people who are most important to you, both inside the office and out.
0: And for women, how important is it to have an environment that embraces all of you and every dimension of you as a mother, as a wife, and not just the exec. (laughs)
1: Well, what's interesting, in you know, we talked a k- briefly about Mary Kay Ash. When she formed this company, uh, she was a mother. She had actually been a single mother earlier in her career, but when she founded uh, Mary Kay, she was the mother of three young adults, and I'm the mother of two young adult sons. Um, so, what is fascinating, and I think what uh, resonates with the Mary Kay opportunity in particular, is that Mary Kay Ash really built a company and a culture around her values, those values being faith first, family second, and career third. I love it. Um, Certainly, uh, anyone who had the privilege of knowing her knows how hard she worked, but they also know how much she gave and how much she cared about family. Um, And so she really did prove uh, back at an early day, back in the 60s and 70s, uh, that a woman... I'll say with big quotation marks, can have it all. Yes. Um, again, coming back to that balance of faith, family, and career.
0: So, Cheryl, um, what are you guys doing at Mary Kay right about now that maybe we shouldn't know about? <laughs>
1: Well, um, as you know, we always have exciting products, Mm -hmm. Um, and I I think what's more important, though, is uh, just recently uh, we celebrated the success of nearly 8,000 women out in San Diego, California. It was the annual leadership conference, Mm -hmm. and while we did talk about new products, more importantly, we really talked about success and goals and dreaming bigger. Mm. And that to me is really the most exciting part of being on the executive team of Mary Kay is that opportunity to support Dreams—the big dreams of in, of the independent sales force leadership—and mm-hmm. now being a part as they take that energy and enthusiasm, and and pass it forward. Um, empowered women empower women, yes. and that's really what's most exciting about Mary Kay.
0: That's so awesome. So let's talk about that army. I mean, you have a military of women entrepreneurs. That just, I mean, just saying that gets me excited. (laughs) How do you keep them motivated? Um, You know, we've seen pink Cadillacs. We do know about that. But there has to be more just from day to day. How do you keep your sales force charged up? Well,
1: I have to say the, the Mary Kay enthusiasm really was, has been generated over generations of independent Salesforce members. Um, there are so many exciting stories of success about women discovering their confidence, mm-hmm. um, women uh, achieving goals they never thought might be possible for themselves or for their families, their communities. So the enthusiasm really comes from results, from sharing the stories, from um, passing on the motivation that they learned from other women. And that's really what uh, I think inspires certainly all of the employees of Mary Kay. Mm -hmm. And um, I think in this day and age, being a part of a community of inspired women um, that look for the best in people, Mm. that make every person feel important. In fact, my favorite Mary Kay Ash quote is picture every person with an invisible sign around their neck that says, make me feel important. Yeah. I have found this to be the most powerful, both leadership advice, but also it's been great personal advice.
0: I love that. That really makes you think about your actions.
1: Yes. And it very really much makes so. you think
0: about the other person.
1: Very much so. That's
0: really important. So a couple more things, you know, the Culture Soup podcast and it is an extension of me. And while it does refer to social media, it also refers to where my sweet spot is, tech, culture, and business. So the entrepreneur side of me is typically always covered <laughs> through the stories of my friends. Um, the culture piece of it is very interesting. So I want to touch on that for a bit. Mary Kay is worldwide. Yes. And... This motivation that you're talking about translates to multiple cultures. Can you tell me about an experience you had um, overseas in another country where you were inspired by the women because the spirit of Mary Kay Ash and the values translated despite?
1: Yeah. um, One of the special opportunities I have is to uh, meet with and speak with women in um, different Mary Kay countries, whether that be Asia, uh, Latin America, Europe. I've traveled to Kazakhstan, Ukraine, a uh, lot of fascinating places. And again, the common element uh women with, with a heart that really uh, want to not only help their families and communities, but also help other women. Um, Even though I don't speak um, many foreign languages, I think there is a language uh, that Mary Kay independent Salesforce members share that really does cross cultures, I think, particularly an inspiring uh, experience was a story that was shared with me just recently when I visited with Mary Kay Brazil. And it was the story of a young woman who uh, lived in a very low-income economic situation. And in fact, to feed herself and her family, each day had to travel long distances and to sell produce. And just to hear the story of her journey Um, and the toll that it took on her each day. Well, fast forward, the Mary Kay opportunity was shared with her. And uh, as her Mary Kay business succeeded and as she formed a team and helped other women to now see this woman as an independent sales director with a, a new lease on life, not only for herself, but for her family and community. And when the not only the story, but the photos were shared, um, those those are the moments that um, inspire me mm-hmm. uh, to uh, again, come back to Dallas and Work even harder to think of new and, and, and impactful ways to support the independent sales force. And that is literally one of thousands of stories um, that are happening around the world. That's that awesome. transformation.
0: That is really awesome because, you know, when you think of culture, I always say it's the thing that makes your squad a squad. So mm-hmm. the Mary Kay culture is, is one in and of itself. But to see it translate into other cultures is quite an amazing feat, wouldn't you say?
1: Yes, Uh, Mary Kay Ash was was truly a visionary. And so many things that she uh, did within her business model that were so innovative, so ahead of her her time and the time of business practices. At the time, women, uh, men thought, you know, she's running the business like a woman. And she was like, yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, and um you know the, her success says it all mm-hmm. um you talked. you know i know you love technology yes. i know that's one of the things you love to speak on well mary kay ash along the way whether it was uh creating an e-commerce Platform mm-hmm. for the independent sales force. Uh, some of the uh, investments we're making recently in terms of apps and ways to really accelerate the efficiency of our business model. These are all things that Mary Kay Ash um, was passionate about yeah. being on the forefront, but again, always in support of the success of the independent sales force.
0: In tech, because I think you came on, and I say probably ten years ago, what we we'll would be looking at 2008, 2009, something like that. We saw Android hit the market in 2008, and so we got <laughs> open source, which meant that everybody could have one of these. I'm holding up a phone, right? <laughs> a smartphone, yeah. One that would not just do emails and small packet data, but they're little computers. So as a chief marketing officer at Mary Kay, you have probably ushered in some transformation when it comes to your digital and social strategy.
1: Yeah, we have. Um, We're excited that we have uh, developed some proprietary technology uh, to support the independent sales force apps like my customers plus which help her uh, conduct her business literally in the palm of her Mm. hand Um, at our recent leadership seminar we also announced a new business app and we also have apps that um, make it even more easy to try before you buy Mary Kay products Mm -hmm. things like our mirror me app that let you try on makeup virtually so I can send you some fun new lips colors that you can try on Michelle I I know you'll have fun with that Um, things like our electronic catalog Mm -hmm. so um, we really see technology as an enabler as a connector um, but never a, a replacement for that face to face that person to person connection that really is at the heart of the Mary Kay direct sales model
0: well you know what yeah and there's so much about technology especially the digital realm that fosters community and it sounds like to me the Mary Kay culture really is about community and there's power in community our friend Ted Rubin says that there's there's (laughs) power in community you know networks are just your connections right exactly exactly you've got power (laughs) And so it's exciting to see you use um, digital technology, apps, and such. Um, what I call the democratization of the internet.
1: To so mm-hmm. this very,
0: I mean, this Salesforce is—it's a democracy. <laughs> so it, it makes <laughs> sense that these two are married. And wow, what amazing things they should be able to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's um, I love the the description community, um, and, and it's so much more than a, a a business community. It's a community of sisterhood. It's a, a community of women who give back to others. Um, I think Michelle, you've been a, a great supporter of the Mary Kay Ash Foundation and the work that it's doing to both uh, end domestic violence as well as find cures to cancers that impact women. Uh, just yesterday, uh, being world. Cancer Day was a day that the Mary Kay community uh, raised our voices in support of the um, good work that the f- foundation is supporting financially mm-hmm. through grants uh, to various institutions that are really um, carving a trail toward cures that. Uh, impact women with cancer so um, it's it's a powerful community that's making a difference uh, in the lives of of so many more uh, than just the mary kay customer base
0: what do you want women to know um you know that are listening right now if they're wondering if, if they can be empowered to do their own thing, whether it's to be a Mary Kay sales rep or not, just to, to go out and be their boss lady?
1: <laughs> well, I think um, one of the things that, uh, again, it's important for people, particularly women, to remember um, is that basically all things are possible. Um, they sure will might take work and effort, um, but one of the most motivating uh, stories that Mary Cash would tell is the story of the bumblebee, which aerodynamically should not be able to it fly, shouldn't. but the bumblebee doesn't know that <laughs> and the bumblebee just keeps on flying. Yes. And so that is a, just a power symbol of of what uh, can be accomplished so I, it really begins with the belief in oneself and I often say to others if you don't believe in yourself how do you expect others to believe in you and so often people uh, are seeking external validation before they have um, completed, I'll say that self-validation mm-hmm. step. So it starts with you. And I think we, we all know um, those folks who, who have the swagger, they walk into the room, they, they're owning their bold, mm-hmm. they own their confidence. It starts there. And I think that every woman is capable of owning her bold.
0: I love it. What a message for Women's History Month, Cheryl Atkins Green. <laughs> Listen, How can we follow you on Instagram? First of all, uh, on the internet, let's, let's, let's cover off on Mary Kay first. Where can we go to learn more about Mary Kay and then we'll cover off on Cheryl's handles.
1: Okay. Well, you can certainly find Mary Kay on Facebook. You can find Mary Kay on Twitter at Mary Kay and on Instagram. It's at Mary Kay U S. Um, and we also have a blog that has a lot of great information about the work of the foundation. So you can look for at Mary Kay Cares and also Mary Kay Global if you want all the big news from around the world. And you have
0: a wonderful team. I've actually met a few of them at the Brand Innovators events and became friends. So great team and I love the way they engage. If you tweet Mary Kay US, (laughs) chances are they'll (laughs) respond. we're going to be on yeah. it.
1: And then, uh, for me personally, uh, I use Sherry AG and I spell Sherry S H E R R Y A G AG for Adkins green. And Sherry was just a family name, um, that I had as a child. And I, I chose that because on social media, i like to share a little bit, uh Of me, in addition to uh, what I share as the Mary Kay CMO. So very
0: well, it's so important, (laughs) and this speaks to authenticity. So important to show more of you than just (laughs) your brand that you represent. So that's so important. You know what? I hear congratulations are in order. Am I going to see you at Women of Power? Yes, you are, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Looking
1: forward to it.
0: (laughs) So. A little birdie told me that you are among the most powerful women in corporate America.
1: Very, very honored to uh, be named by Black Enterprise uh, with a very distinguished group of of other people who are also being honored. But yes, I'm uh, very excited and looking forward to the event. I'm so
0: proud of you, Cheryl. You just keep killing it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And I'll see you there in Las Vegas.
1: Excellent. Looking forward to it.
0: Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Uh Oh, thank you, Michelle.
0: Isn't Cheryl just the best? She's one of my favorite people out there. Coming up next, week two, episode two of our series, Authentically She for Women's History Month. And I'm bringing on the incomparable Trudy Bourgeois from the Center for Workforce Excellence. She is also a member of the ELC, like all of these ladies are, but she is an incredible executive coach. You don't want to miss a word she has to say. And by the way, we are giving away those books, so be sure to sign up on the website. There's a pop-up that will show the cover of the book, put your email address in, and then you'll receive the newsletter with the first trivia question. There'll be one a week, so you will have five chances to win. So make sure that you sign up, get the newsletter, answer the trivia question, try to be the first to answer for a chance to win one of her books. Equality, courageous conversations about women, men, and race to spark a diversity and inclusion breakthrough. Trudy's only the second in the series. After that, Cheryl Grace, powerful penny, and also senior vice president at Nielsen. Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at The Culture Soup, also on Facebook, and you can log on online at theculturesoup.com. See you next week. The Culture Soup Podcast is a production of No Silos Communication.